Well, it's... Can, did, we've already begun, and my guest has already violated one of the <laughs> it rules. Was, I, heard your, I heard your cell phone vibrating. I'm sorry. Who's calling you? I didn't. <laughs> Who's calling you? <laughs> Before I even introduce you, I want to know who the fuck is calling uh, you uh, at 12.27 on Sunday. That was just my friend. You've met her before. Oh, your friend? Yeah. Just a friend. Just a friend. Yeah. No, if it was, I wish it was something juicier. Just a friend. Yeah. I got texted by a man. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Yeah. Um, Was it a saucy one? Well, there's a guy who I met recently. Oh. In IRL. (laughs) Yes. In Seattle. In in IRL. Uh huh. And, um,. Did he see you perform and was enchanted by your? <laughs> yes, actually, I know. I know this is gonna shock the listeners, guys. But I, I like look. I if you follow me on Instagram, you did see yesterday. I did get my hair done again. Okay, did you see it? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I did. I put up a before photo just so people know that I am mortal. Okay, <laughs> I want people to know I I do bleed when you cut me. You know. I'm beautiful, smart, funny. Yeah, water's wet, the sky's blue. Like, these are obvious things. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I am a woman of the people. You know, mm-hmm. I am. I want people to know I'm relatable. I, I mean, I. for example, you know what my favorite condiment is? Just guess. Sriracha. French is yellow mustard. Mmm. That's pretty trashy, isn't it? <laughs> See, I... You would you would be the I first female president because people would be like, "That's a girl I want to have a hot dog with." That's super relatable, right? Yeah. Except I don't eat. I only eat Hebrew national hot dogs, so that would make them hate me, right? Because I I will not eat because hot dog meat can have a certain percentage of like unidentifiable, unidentifiable, yeah, unidentifiable <laughs> matter in them. Speaking of random meat, yeah. Uh, so, did you give this guy in Seattle one of your tickets to paradise? <laughs> yeah, he actually cashed in two. Oh, while I was there. <laughs> Jimmy Christmas. Yeah, no, I like him. So, mm. yeah. Is he a performer? No. What does he do? Thank God. Uh, he works at a brewery in Seattle mm. that sponsored the comedy show I was on. <laughs> if that makes sense, that's why he was there. Does that make sense? I hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> Actually, no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. Well, it gets cold up there. I'm, I'm he, glad that you had had a, an opportunity to keep warm. Oh, I mean, this guy, like, he really knows what's... I mean, he called me a goddess. I was like, mm, that's right. <laughs> Finally, somebody is you know, uh-huh. saying the words they should be saying. You know, I'm just so sick of trash men here in Los Angeles. No shade on you. <laughs> I, I think you're a great guy. No Let me introduce taken. you before we go even further. This is this is Ed Galvez, one Ed. of the men responsible for encouraging me in stand-up comedy, which is a crime, Ed. honestly. <laughs> you should be in jail for that. <laughs> encouraging me to do stand-up comedy. You know, I will serve that sentence gladly. Hello, Maruli Heads. Oh, my God. Don't call them that. I don't have a name for my fans. Well, you should. Should I? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get enough. Um, I get a lot of actually. I get. Uh, I think most of my fans are men who want to fuck me. <laughs> Which I know, guys. I know this is gonna shock you. Okay, I don't know who I'm talking to, but 
But this is going to shock you, but there are men who who slide into my DMs and they're losing their fucking minds trying to talk to me. I'm not even kidding you. And have you seen this on Facebook where like all, this has happened to me lately because I, I feel like I recently hit a stride in my Facebook posts mm-hmm. where I get a lot of likes and mm-hmm. comments. But a lot of the comments are from men who think they can like tag my jokes better than them, better than me. Have you seen this? Uh, I, 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 I hate I, that. I, yeah, Stop I, tagging my joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard uh, uh, people com- complain about that as well. Uh, I usually just ignore them. I don't them. understand. Yeah. What makes somebody think that they're funnier than you when they're not? I don't know. They're just, it's kind of like the drunk person that's at an audience that, that, mm. that's like, they're, they're, they're not trying to heckle. They're just got run up in the moment, want to be included. Right. Yeah, well, or they, or they want to give you the business. They shouldn't be included. I actually, uh, I'm a professional stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. I recently got paid uh, thirty dollars to <laughs> to do twenty minutes. You've been on at a, a bar show in Seattle. I, yes, I headlined. Show? I headlined, and I, here's something I want to talk about real quick. Yeah. I've noticed some people on Facebook talking about headlining shows, right? Yeah. Listen, it's not headlining if the order of the show is the order on the flyer and your name is last. Okay, this is directed at somebody specifically, but... <laughs> oh, do tell. It doesn't matter. All right. No, I'm just fucking around. But no, that's true. Like, I've noticed people, like, posting, like, I'm headlining and you're not. Like, you're not headlining. Like, you... like. You're doing the same amount of time as everybody else. I think headlining also should be you do more time than everybody else, right? Yeah. Okay, thank you for confirming that but i just want people to know that when i go out of los angeles i headline shows okay yeah i i believe you i think just for a lot of people it's just there there's you get so little for so long (laughs) that Mm -hmm. it's just like i get to go last so that's (laughs) yeah no i know that's them looking at the glass with any liquid in it at all yeah i mean this is all your fault you encouraged me to do this well you you took the class don't say that all Are right. you telling people that I took a stand-up class? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying you, you... I did take a stand-up class, guys. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, it's fine. I'll admit it. <laughs> I did it. But a lot of people have taken it. And then... Yeah, well, I guess I kind of, like, I wanted to take it because, um, just, like, as a means of just, like, starting, like, you know? Because I'd always want, I had wanted to do stand-up probably for years before that. Mm-hmm. Like, I had an inkling I wanted to do stand-up when I was, like, 23, 22 or 23. Mm -hmm. And I just had no idea how to start. But I was in New York then. I should have just fucking started. Anyway. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I... Before I started teaching the class at at that place, uh, if someone asked me, it was like, should I take a class? I'm like, no, you just do it. Right. But then they offered me the job, and I was like, oh, I'll take money. And uh, so I just taught the class that I wish I had when I was starting. Right. So, I mean, it's it's a safe place to, like I always say, like, if you take it, I will shave off five awkward years off your career. You think so? I No, I no, I agree. I think that I I actually learned a lot of stuff from you. For yeah. sure. I mean, I mean, it's just a lot of basics that you just, you know, you learn the hard way. You know what I mean? Right. Do you remember that crazy guy in the class? Narrow it down. <laughs> Okay. If that, if he you was said a, that's the same he was guy. A, he <laughs> was a bartender, but he was sober, and he was like blonde, and he had like I mean maybe he was in good shape in the late nineties, and um, 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Did he actually do the show or did he drop out? No, he dropped out. But every time he like grabbed the mic, he would go up to it and like scream (laughs) into it like he was Axl Rose. He'd be like, yeah. (laughs) Do you remember this? This is real. (laughs) This is a real person I'm describing. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember. (laughs) No, because he was easily the craziest fucking person in my class. Because I remember you saying there's always at least like one really crazy person. Yeah. One person's brought a gun. I've had someone else that like i had this one crazy guy who uh like he he came to a show and then like i was like oh so what do you think of the show he's just like it's like like oh i didn't like the way all the girls were talking about their pussies oh, and then like everything he, and then like was he gay no he was like this like really tall beefy guy but okay. but uh but he had like this messed up voice that was super high so then like when he starts doing his own material everything was about stuff and butts and i was just like dude <laughs> You can't complain about girls talking about their vaginas oh when you're going to do all stuff in, in butts. Right. And then and then he like I tried to get him to talk about himself, and he was just like, he's like I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to be Lisa Lampanelli. I'm like, we already have a Lisa Lampanelli. Like, right. Um, Jesus. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what they're uh, <laughs> talking about. Yeah. So... I don't know. Well, I, I, I just remember this crazy guy specifically because I just couldn't believe... <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, like, even though I've lived in several major cities, I've lived in New York and L.A., I still am fascinated with, I mean, the normal crazies I don't really, you know, think about. It's like the ones that are in society among us. Yeah, like, wearing you know, the that are clothes. interesting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Those types of crazies. Like, I'm not talking about, and I, I don't like saying the word crazy. I think it is kind of, like, uh, detrimental to, like, mental health, but... You know, like most of the time, you know, homeless people are usually mentally ill or they have addiction issues or usually it's comorbid. So it's both. But um, yeah, the craziest people to me are the people in our society who seem like they function normally. Yeah. But like you kind of like pull back like a a little layer and you're like, oh, (laughs) this is this person is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Like I dated somebody who I think is like probably the most mentally ill person I've ever met. Yeah. But it's to the point where, and I here's how I think, you know, you're truly mentally ill is you have no idea and you think everything in your world is like totally normal. That fascinates me, you know? Well, I, well, that's the thing. Like I'm constantly like wondering, like, like, am I crazy? And I'm just like, yeah, crazy people don't do that. You're just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just hung over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I think we've talked... Have we talked about this before? My relationship I had with the narcissist? On which one? What do you mean, which one? The one who is, like, actually dangerous, I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, not, no, we haven't. Um, The he, he, the Latino guy. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I'm not going to say his name. It yeah. doesn't matter. But I'll just say the Latino guy. <laughs> yeah, him. Okay. So, uh, like, he is... He's legitimately... Like, he needs to be studied for science. Mm-hmm. Like, he, in his mind, thinks he's, like, the smartest person. Just, like, he thinks he's spiritually awoken. Like, this this is the thing that drives me crazy is that he used to, like, post, um, like, like stuff about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, like, this is one of the, this is one of the hallmark signs to me of somebody who's hiding something. Yeah. <laughs> is somebody, like, constantly quoting... Dr. King <laughs> on Facebook. 
<laughs> but like he, uh, I remember on one uh, one year on Martin Luther King Day, like he posted this thing where it was, you know, he posted like a quote, and then he put, um. Dr. Martin Luther King is the finest American this country has ever produced. And then I was like, you've held me down and choked me. <laughs> I was like, you're a bad person. Like, you are a bad fucking person. Like, this guy, I mean, some of the things he used to say to me are unbelievable. I can't even believe that it happened sometimes. How long were you with him? We dated maybe like a year. So we, okay. So I met him maybe um, the near the, I met him right around when I was doing the stand up class. Yeah, yeah. At the Virgil. Did you know that? No, I didn't meet him at the, it doesn't matter where I met. I met him actually uh, at the movie theater on the promenade in Santa Monica. <laughs> what were you seeing? Oh, well, here's a red flag that I that we're both sick fucking people. <laughs> I I saw the uh, the Spike Lee remake of Old Boy, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he like waited to talk to me after the movie, like it was true romance. <laughs> wanna, I don't know. You want to go and get some pie and talk about know. Old Boy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much I should be saying. I honestly feel like he does stalk me a little. Still? Um. Oh yeah. Yes. Which has been kind of a little bit worrisome for me um but anyway yeah so i mean we dated for about a year and he like he was always like just like trying to manipulate me and gaslight me and 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 he was successful in some way because i would say that when i was dating this guy i was like a shell of who i am a shell of who i was basically Mm -hmm. it didn't make any sense like they're the things he like got me to do for him like I don't know. It was just really fucked up. Um, So, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, but like, you know, he was always like trying to like curate this image that he was like a really good guy. And I uh, he did this on Facebook a lot. And he would, um, you know, he would post about like, you know, social issues and stuff like that. I'd be like, you like you just told me that. Like, like you like. I mean, he would talk about my weight all the time. He'd be like, he'd be like, you need to lose weight. Like you're you're lucky that you're even dating me the way you look. And oh, that's good. That's just gross. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised you but were see, with him as long. No, but see, that's what I'm saying. So he would say horrible things like that, and then he would apologize. So this is the gaslighting that comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, there was one time where he like. There were two times where he got physical with me, okay? And Mm -hmm. one time, he, like, he got mad. Oh, here's... He was nitpicky about, like, crazy things. So, um, he... So, he got mad that I made the bed not to his liking. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he said that the sheet was uneven. This is real. I'm not even kidding you. And I'm I'm saying this because I think this will help people. I I think it will. I want people to know that, like, if you find yourself in a situation like this, this you're not alone. Other people have been there and there is a way to get out of it. Okay, so so he was angry that the sheet was uneven. So he like freaking like he like grabbed me on by my arm and like threw me down on the bed like really hard. I was like bruised on my arm for a little bit and I should have taken pictures of it, but I didn't. But um, the next day. I, I, I was like so fucking angry with him and he was like, why are you so mad? I'm like, well, I mean, yesterday you, you know, you grabbed me by my arm and threw me down on the bed and yelled at me. 
And he was like, oh, that never happened. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, that. that's real shit that he said. Now, my question, like, no, it's it's disgusting. It's it's this guy's fucking piece of shit. Yeah. But, like, was he, like, in the military or is he just just weird about? <sighs> no, I would say... Oh, you mean about like all that anal retentive type stuff? Yeah, like like for well, like, getting another, mad about the bed. Oh yeah, well there was another time where I washed the dishes uh-huh. and you know I didn't do it to his liking because I got like there was like one droplet of water on the kitchen floor and he comes over to me and he's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "It's a water droplet." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you shouldn't get any water on the floor." When you're washing the dishes. This is real. Yeah, no, I believe this you. This is real fucking shit. Yeah, the look on your face, it's like you can't believe it. Well, no, I, <laughs> I, I can't believe it in the sense of just like, but I but I, but I do. I haven't really talked about this in my stand-up, you know, because it, I still haven't really found a way to like make it funny. Because um, it's so serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you kind of like as as more time goes by, you'll be able to reflect on who you were and how you realized and how you got out of it. You know. Well, that's... yeah. I mean, I obviously, you know, there was a point in time where I was just like fucking sick of it. Yeah. And I would say that that was at the point where. So one of the last times I ever saw him, I had um. Oh, he wanted me to make him dinner, right? So I made him dinner. He wanted a pot roast. Okay, so I made a pot roast. I, I put it in a crock pot and went to work, you know, on low, whatever. Mm. I went back home. And he texts me. He goes, Heather, did you uh, did you put the vegetables in with the pot roast? At the- <laughs> I know it sounds so fucking ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> It sounds so fucking ridiculous. But listen, yeah. this could help maybe a young lady out there who might be in a in a situation that's dangerous. But no, I mean definitely talk about it. But. Yeah. So he um he's like, Heather, you do realize that when you put vegetables into you know, a pot roast crock pot and they and they cook for the same amount of time that the vegetables lose their nutrients. <laughs> It sounds like it's from a fucking movie, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like it's very sleeping with the enemy. Oh my god, I, it's worse than that. Like at least it's sleeping with the enemy. Like she knew, like he was trying to kill. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so so he was like, I think you're going to have to make me new vegetables. He sent this in a text, right? So I sent him a text back, angry, and I was like, you know what? I don't have to deal with this. You talk to me like I'm a piece of shit. I honestly never want to see you ever again. And then this is when he starts groveling. He's like, oh, no, no. so he comes over. Okay. And I'm serving him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serving him. Oh. And I have this fucking, I have this maybe like an eight or nine inch knife in my hand. <laughs> you know, like one of those Ikea kitchen knives. And I'm like, Wow, I could just go into the other room and sneak up behind him and slit his fucking throat. (laughs) 
and then just like call the police and tell them it was self defense. I mean, because and and I actually in my head I was like, well, you know, and I I was in the kitchen cutting up this pot roast, thinking, well, you know, you're young, you pass for white, uh, you're <laughs> <laughs> you're educated, you have a good job, you know, even if this went to trial, like nobody would convict you. I was actually thinking this in my head. That's uh-huh. how fucking crazy I'd been driven. In my head. But honestly, if he had tried to, like, put his hands on me or touch me, I would have done that. I would have fucking, like, stabbed him or something. Yeah. Well, then how how did uh, how he did leave? It... Yeah. How did that, um, that night Well, end? I mean, uh, I don't know. He probably pissed me off or something. And I don't know. I think we probably had sex and then he left. And and I think that was the, that was the last time I ever saw him. That was the last time I ever saw him. I stopped responding to his messages. I blocked him on every form of social media and on my cell phone and um, just pray that he would never contact me again. But he has multiple times. And what was the extent of, of that? Well, I, okay. I don't know how much I should say about this because I have thought about getting a restraining order against. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should say it, right? Yeah. Um. So he emailed me. Um. He's emailed me three or four times since... Okay, so I, here's the timeline. So I met him in November 2013. I broke up with him in December 2014, and it took almost a full year to get rid of him after that because he just kept, you yeah. know, coming back and bothering me. And I was like, Ugh, whatever. And so, like, once I was finally rid of him, like, he, he was emailing me because he knew that I blocked him. So he sent me an email once saying, he's like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm I'm really upset that you blocked me. And and I was like Ugh. and he's like saying all this stuff like I miss you. You know, um, you know, I just I think about all the memories we had. <laughs> like memories. <laughs> Fucking asshole. And he actually most recently emailed me like four months ago. And this was this is what scared me and I it prompted me to think I should probably fill out restraining order paperwork. Is he um he emailed me through my website, my personal website, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he and the subject line. And I can't believe he had the balls to say this in the subject line. It said lunch question mark. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Fucking lo- You think we're going to get lunch? <laughs> what an asshole. And here's another thing I want to talk. I want to talk about something else real quick. And this is embarrassing. Uh This is embarrassing for me, but I've made my peace with it in therapy. But like one of the ways he used to abuse me was financially. Mm -hmm. And so like if we ever like went out to eat sometimes, he would like purposely leave his wallet at home so that I would have to pay. Can you believe that? And then I would get fucking pissed at him. I'm like, why are we? Why are we going out to eat if you forgot your wallet? Isn't that horrible? No, that is. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of something. I mean, to me, on the scum scale, that's like really bad. Well, if you that's d- really fucking bad. Well, did you ever like do anything like, well, I didn't bring my wallet, so you wash dishes or something like that? Because my mom told me a story about like like that with my dad. My dad said he didn't have his wallet, so she was just like, well, I'm not going <laughs> to... Well, I don't have any money either, so mm-hmm. I'm taking off and catching a cab. And then, she like, left? It, she said she was going to leave, and then all of a sudden he pulled out his his wallet. Oh, right. A cod. 
Yeah. What the fuck is that? There is a category of abuse they talk about called financial abuse, but usually what it has to do is with a man like basically forcing a woman to be on a budget and he'll like give her an allowance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I should t- I should ask my therapist more about this. <laughs> no, but like yeah. that I mean, it was super embarrassing for me to admit that to people. But no. I admit it. I mean, that happened. Well, you've definitely grown a lot from there. Now, yeah. do you see uh, any like uh, patterns in your behaviors that from there that you're still like seeing in your uh, current yeah situations? situations? Yeah. Um, well, I still think the last. I mean, the last few guys I've dated, I think. Um, I don't I I I tend to end up with guys who I feel just don't appreciate me. Mm-hmm. Like I feel my last relationship that ended almost a year ago, like I feel like that guy just had I mean, he didn't hate me and he wasn't like I wouldn't call him abusive at all. Um I just felt like he was treating me less than what I deserved. Mm-hmm. In some ways. Um, just not recognizing my needs or feelings or anything like that. But also, I think part of that is just his problem because, um, well, you know, I, I, I just knocked some head. Control your over. temper. <laughs> um, do you like Gary Shandling? Uh, yeah. I didn't watch the show oh, as much. Um, well, Gary Shandling. No, one of my favorite podcast episodes of all time is he went on You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes, mm-hmm. like maybe a month before he died. Yeah. And he uh, he said that the thing that he thinks is most important in a romantic relationship is that uh, somebody has to know themselves. And the last guy I dated did not know who he was, if that makes any sense. Like he had done no self work or spiritual work or and, and I think that's part of why our relationship failed. Now, is he saying that both people should know each other or? Yes. Yes. Both people should know. Oh, okay. each- you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, know yourself. He's, he said there's only one thing I ask of a woman in a relationship. It's, it's that she yeah. knows herself. And I do the same with me. That's what he said. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, that makes sense, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I love Gary Shandling. It's so funny because when I was growing up, my mom would always be like, I don't like Gary Shandling. And I, I like she used to say that. There were so many things my mom said she didn't like, and I thought they were all bad things. Yeah. And they're all things I love. Like, Gary Shandling, sauerkraut, <laughs> Radiohead. Look. At least your mom listened to Radiohead. Don't listen to your parents. No, they were on the VMAs or something one uh-huh. year. And she's like, they fucking suck. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. And then I, and then I listened to. She's their- like. Creep sounds nothing like the rest of Pablo Honey. <laughs> I don't, no, she didn't even she didn't know anything about that. No, and then like when I got older, I like started listening to Radiohead. I was like, oh, this is a great band. <laughs> no, there's a yeah, my, like it's funny how you like listen to your parents when you're growing up. Did you ever do that? You know what? Yeah, the same thing. Like yeah. those t- TV shows that that my mom like hated. Yeah. And then, uh, but it's it's also funny because like. Um, uh, I was just discussing this with a friend of mine the other day where it's just like I kind of like get mad because like I I figured out <laughs> like I'm not religious because I figured it out mm-hmm. gradually. And then I'm just like, wait a minute. I figured this out as a in my late teens, early 20s. Yeah. And then I was just like, I looked up to my to my parents and my grandparents and I was just like and they were still like religious, like deep into like their, the you know 60s yeah. and 70s. I'm just like, like. Was it just that you didn't have the internet? You couldn't figure that shit out? Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know. 
Why don't you, yeah, yeah, pour yourself another vodka soda? Who me? <laughs> no, well, I'm just saying hypothetically. Oh, make yourself another drink and I drink vodka sodas. I fool myself into thinking it's like low cal, but it's not. Well, I- vodka has a lot of fucking calories. It has the same calories as whiskey, you know. Well, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I skip dessert and then I have. <laughs> hmm. Have you been drinking lately? Me? Yeah. Do you drink? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> Don't get defensive. I wasn't defensive. No, I've been like, oh my God, Friday night I went to a party for uh, somebody who turned 23. <laughs> okay. And I got fucking wasted. You Where know at? What I'm talking about the Black Cat in Silver Lake. Have oh, you yeah. ever been there? Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever been there. It was fine. I mean, it was one of those like, I hate this. You know those hipster bars where they stir the drinks? (laughs) (laughs) There's no shaking ever. Yeah. Because I think a drink should be shaken, personally. Even a vodka soda, you could shake it. You know, it'll give it a nice nice oomph to it. When you stir it, it's garbage. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Like, I hate a stirred martini, too. Well, you want to get those ice crystals. I get it. Right. I love martinis. Like I'm a big fan. Do you like martinis? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what's your what's your go to martini order? Uh like a Tito's uh, Oh I love ol- Tito's. Olives. I want them to sponsor my life. <laughs> I, I know, Tito's vodka you, sponsor like, you and AA. Bert Kreischer like basically has cornered that because Bert Kreischer like drinks Tito's all the Tito's and sodas his drink. Yeah. That's my fucking drink too. Like me and him I should if Bert Kreischer is listening to this, can you let me feature for you at like the Irvine Improv or something? <laughs> I'll drive down there. I don't give a fuck. See, here's what you do. Uh, since he's got the Tito's unlocked, then you get like the Schweppes people to sponsor you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I should get Schweppes, yeah, to come in here and sponsor me. You know, none of that. Uh, what are some of those podcast sponsors people have? Adam and Eve and uh, <laughs> the, MailChimp. The, the mattress. <laughs> What's the mattress? Uh, uh, the mattress. The Sealy? No, it's the one that Purple. like. No, it like comes in a box and it's Casper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Casper mattress. <laughs> yeah, I would not. I mean, yeah, I'll allow them to sponsor this podcast if they want. But yeah, have you been partying lately? What have you been up to? Well, Talk I'm... about yourself here. What are you? What's going on with you, Ed? <laughs> What's professionally or, or i know you had some bad luck recently oh I <laughs> with the car I, I, wait is the car fixed uh we can go into somebody that. ran into your car well that, that's, that's what was are we about allowed that? to talk about that yeah, yeah. well oh. as far as that goes that, that's what pissed me off god cause... i fucking hate this town is like first of all not only is it filled with the scummiest people from other towns in america but they'll also like crash into your car while it's parked and leave yeah. <laughs> like, i mean they're just like horrible people here and bad drivers go yeah. ahead well what happened was like it was like seven o'clock and my friend texted me he's like hey uh do you want to go meet up at this bar and i was just like i have work to do he's like well how, when are they gonna be busy i'm like midnight so then yeah and then i was hoping that he would just drop it yeah. so then at midnight he texted me he's just like what are you doing and i'm just like going home it's like i'm at a bar down the street from from your house i'm just like all right yeah so i didn't want to park in front of the bar so I park in, on the street behind the bar just because I didn't want to be seen driving out, you know, right. uh, so late. So I park there, and then one drink turns to three, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to walk home. And I'll yeah. come back from my car in the morning. This is too cliche. So you left your your car parked at the bar. Uh, what the, bar? 
uh, Pineapple Hill. In Where's that? Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. Sorry, I didn't mean to say it with that <laughs> disparaging <laughs> tone. But, you know, as my fans know, I rarely travel to the Valley. It is an ordeal. Um, I do have to run an errand in the Valley next week, and it's disturbing me. <laughs> Actually, I might pay somebody to do it for me. What is it? I need somebody to drop off uh, this MacBook Pro with the hard drive from my old MacBook Pro to a computer shop so they can transfer my data to this MacBook Pro. I know this is like I have a hard life, but <laughs> but they're only open nine to six and I work nine to six. Um I mean if it's in Sherman Oaks or whatever, I mean I It's can... in um Studio City. <laughs> isn't isn't that where it is? It's in it's on yeah. Ventura. You know that okay, you know the Ralphs? Okay, you know when you go <laughs> This is very local. Okay? This is you trying to get sponsorship you know from you... this computer shop. <laughs> okay, do you ever take cold water up to the valley? Yeah. Okay, so when you right when you get up there and you make a right on Ventura, there's like okay, it's not the first Ralphs, but it's the, it's the second Ralphs at the shopping center. And there's a Jamba Juice there, and I get my nails done there. <laughs> but the place across the way is where the computer shop is. So if any comics are <laughs> not busy and you want to drop off my laptop, I'll pay you like 40 bucks to drop off my laptop at this place. Oh, then I'll week. do it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you will? Yeah. Okay. But I can't, I don't know if I could, I can't give it to you today. It's a long and complicated yarn. I'm going out of town. Forget <laughs> it. I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So you, so you were at the pineapple what? A pineapple hill. Anywho's okay. So, so I basically I walk car. home and then like I come back because I was I was responsible twice. Like I finished yeah. my work, parked behind the thing, and then I left it there. And then when I come back, some car had plowed into the back, into the back of it. Oh. And what was worse is I had a backpack with stuff in my in in the front of the car, but I was just like, eh, don't leave don't leave anything inviting for anybody to bust bust in. So I put it in the trunk. Yeah. When I got there, the trunk was wide open, and someone stole the bag. That was that wait. Was, what was in it? Um. What was a bummer is I had my old iPhone in there because I was looking for a picture of something kind of important. Uh, oh. And then, like, so I, so I charged it up, and I was like, I'll look through it later. And so Fuck. Like, yeah. So it was like three years of-, of Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, I mean- You didn't have it backed up on uh, iCloud or something? No. Would yeah. I look like a millionaire? No. I mean- <laughs> I, I don't mean to alienate. First off, I, I know I alienate my fan base enough. You know, with my my lavish trips. French is My mustard. lavish trips to Seattle. You know, all this fucking Tito's and soda. I'm sorry I don't drink well vodka, people. I'm, I'm sorry I'm beyond that point in my life where I do not need to drink well vodka. And I, but I still like French's yellow mustard. That's right. <laughs> It's true. It's a good condiment. And you're anti-Putin. That's why you don't drink the Svetka. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I made a couple of okay decisions in life. You know, not all of them. I do still perform stand-up comedy. So, so, uh, <laughs> so getting back to the wait, did we? Did, oh, they did. Somebody don't. fucking crashed into your car. Um, yeah. And left this. They didn't leave a note? No. Fuck them. None of that. No. So. Hey, if you're listening, 
If you're listening and you crashed into the back of Ed Galvez's car, you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So the, 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 you could be anybody in LA. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Um, Kat Reinhardt was very nice enough to to do like a GoFundMe for for, oh, for yeah. the thing, and yeah, but then it was like, like, like I don't know. I, like I mean, I was very grateful for for whatever came in, but then but part of me was just like, uh, like I was. Just, you felt I, like. Do you feel I, like, well, uh, I, I just, do you feel bad when people give you things or? Well, partially that and also partially it was just like, like, you know, just like, well, <laughs> uh, like, well, I can't start like uh, a, a web series or get cancer now for, <laughs> for a while. Oh, oh, but you know what? I, here's what I think crowdfunding should never be used for. Yeah. Comedy tours. <laughs> Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where people are like, I want to go on <laughs> tour. Yeah. And they're like, I need $3,000 to go on tour. Yeah. It's like, what? Get good enough so that they'll pay you for well, it. Well, I mean, not even just that, but like, I mean, here's how I go out of town is, I mean, I work a real job. Yeah. And then I go out of town with the money I earn for my real job and do stand up in other cities. Guys. I know that's shocking to you that I lead that type of lifestyle, but I mean, that's just, it's just the reality. But it's also like, I feel like. Anybody can do that if they really wanted to, you know? Yeah. That's one thing that I get mad about, like being, like, I wish I was less self-aware because people are just like so oblivious that it will just ask for stuff. And then like they keep asking and then they get it. And I'm just like, well, why am I not asking for anything? Right. (laughs) You know? No, I, well, I just don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. Yeah, no, people who just, like, have the balls to ask for stuff like that. Mm. I've never asked for anything. And, hey, shout out to my therapist, Shannon. Um, (laughs) Shannon! Yeah. Shandog. (laughs) No, because I grew up in a family where, like, you know, people were, like, constantly, like, asking to borrow money from me. Yeah. And, you know, basically she told me, she was like, you know, you've been, you know, parenting yourself, you know, since you were, like, seven or eight years old. Um, which I agree with. Like, mm. I've never expected any help from my parents because uh, I saw my parents, you know, struggling financially, you know, for a while. So when I started uh, working, you know, I got this mentality in my head where like, oh, I can I can't be broke. Like, I have to work all the time. And that has like carried over with me. Like, I have a serious like workaholic mentality. And my therapist told me I need to like try to relax more. But I can't like even when I go home, like, for example, if I go home after work, you know, one day if usually I don't usually I go do stand up or or like on Thursdays, I'm taking class right now. But um, like I'll get like fucking antsy if even after I'm just sitting like watching TV, I get fucking antsy. Like I'm like, I should be doing something. Mm. You know, I have this very like workaholic thing going on. I don't know. Do you have that? Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. I used to have insomnia, and now I don't because I'm always freaking exhausted the minute I get home and I pass out. And then, uh, right. Um, but uh, touching on the issues, like like for me, like because of my like, so I, I was hanging out with someone, and someone made a, a a blank statement about guys, and she's like, you know what? I take it back because like you're great. You've always been very respectful of boundaries, almost too respectful of boundaries, <laughs> and uh, too respectful and of then, boundaries. And then I was just like, and then it just like a wave hit me, and I was just like. 
Oh, that's what that was. My family had no boundaries. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? boundaries as far as what exactly do you think? Just uh, interfering in every way. Oh, no. Okay. Yes. Boundaries for me are huge because I've learned mostly in therapy how to assert boundaries and put them down. Yeah. You know, um, like, for example, like in the breakup I had last year, like this guy, like he still wanted to like hang out and talk all the time. And I told him I was like. No, you broke up with me, so we are no longer speaking and we cannot hang out. And and yeah. and he was like and he was like, Oh, like, oh, I you're like trying to like, you know, put down these boundaries. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, exactly. Like I need boundaries. Dude, quit trying to love yourself and not take care of me. <laughs> uh, I I mean, I swear to God, you know, and, and in my family, like there were, you know, there was so much like nosiness about stuff that was yeah. nobody's fucking business. Like my mom used to. Oh, I hope she's not listening to this. But uh, <laughs> she actually just I'm figured out how to uh, listen to podcasts, which is terrifying. Uh. <laughs> she said her coworker at work helped her. I was like, fuck that coworker. What an asshole. <laughs> I hate them, <laughs> whoever they are. Uh, oh, my God. See, I don't even know how much I can say. But anyway, like, just, like, poor boundaries. But it's also, like, it's been passed down generationally in mm. my family because there's so much, like, there's so much untreated mental illness in my family. It's yeah. unbelievable. And I'm one of the only people in my family who has gone to therapy. Mm -hmm. I think me, though, and I don't think my sister has gone, really. But uh, my cousin, uh, one of my cousins, you know, she's very aware of mental health issues in her family and addiction issues. So, like, she's conscious of it. I'm conscious of it. One of my other cousins, like, I think is very well adjusted and, you know, has gone to therapy and all that. And but like so the younger ones in our family, like, we're more aware of this, you know, thank yeah. God, because it's just been like generation, generation after like fucked upness, like so much alcoholism um uh, untreated bipolar untreated borderline personality like all the, all these things untreated depression you know depression is you know pretty normal but you know nobody wants to talk about it yeah it... do you have what do you have stuff running in your family that's uh, untreated <laughs> <laughs> that's untreated yeah well i mean there's i, I think definitely the also whole. unspoken of like in my family like you never like spoke about like you know real problems you know what i mean yeah well growing up we did not have the option of depression or add or anything like that so it was just you just got whipped <laughs> you know mm -hmm. if if you were doing good in school or, or stuff like that um and you know i mean i i you know Every time I think I am depressed, I, I just I'm just like just start eating better and exercise. I'm just like, okay, I guess that helps. <laughs> right. But uh, but you know we're all figuring it out. Um, you know, I feel like all every single family member has something unique, <laughs> some opportunity for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but. I don't know. I, I'm definitely grateful for comedy because I'm forced to say stuff out loud and I'm just like, oh, that sounds weird. Yeah. I, I need to address that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I've worked out a lot of stuff via comedy, which I, I don't know. It's good, I guess. But oh, it's I hate when people say like comedy is therapy. I'm like, no, therapy is therapy. So you need to be going to therapy. Please go to therapy for the love of God. Everybody needs to be. In th Do you go to therapy? I, I, I don't but I but I do a lot of like 
soul searching and self help stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I, I talk about the stuff and and I you know I'll I'll talk about a lot of stuff personally to my friends. So I know if I repeat this type of stuff again, I'm like that's now it's on me that I'm oh repeating patterns. Yeah. Oh, I think we kind of talked about this a little while ago about repeating patterns in relationships. Yeah. So, what's yours again? <laughs> Your pattern that you repeat? <laughs> uh, no, the thing, the main thing is just like uh, every relationship I've ever been in, the 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 uh, lady always has um, uh, some type of chaos in her life that prevents okay. it from chaos from from ever being allowed to be. So whether it's depression, bipolar, uh, uh, addiction, um, uh, survivor of some type of trauma, like it's always like things will be fine for a little while, and then then there's some type of like uh, outburst. So okay, let me ask you. So what makes you drawn to a woman initially? Well, you know, I'm attracted to all women. <laughs> It's just what? Don't say that. No, I'm attracted no, to all women. No, I'm not attracted to all men, guys. No, I'm but sorry what to I'm saying, my I, fans. Like, like all types of women. But it's not mm. like I'm just like, mm, you're sad. Let me. No, let but me get- what what draws you to women? Do you think repeatedly? What gets you into these patterns? Um, you know, it's it's a mix. Like some, you know, will be you know physical beauty and some of them are just be like they're like hilarious or or smart or you know right and then uh, how long does it usually take before you realize something is like really wrong <laughs> <laughs> well you know what like like uh, now that i'm older like i can you like i if i sense the you know the red flag or whatever early on i'll be like oh okay mm-hmm. but but the thing that's hard is like when they keep their cool for like three months and then when it starts coming out three months later, it's just like, oh, crap. Well, now we've already been dating for a while. Now it's weird to just jump off now. You know what I mean? So you just stay there. Well, it, it's a case-by-case thing. It's Right. But. Yeah, no, but see, I think somebody told me this years ago about men, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this refers to women. Maybe it can. But somebody told me they were like, you know, a man shows you who he is right away. Uh, that's people, yeah. People in general? Yeah. But see, most of the time, like, we have, like, blinders on, so we don't pay attention to it, you know? Um, n- no, there's a, yeah, I mean. Like, we, you, we usually miss the first signs, don't we? With some of my exes, there was, there was times when, like, I'll be like, I can't get mad at her. Like, she showed me all this stuff on her first date. Oh, on the first date? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. So, I don't know. But you've never, have you ever dated somebody who was, sorry, my dress is like getting, it's writing up. <laughs> uh, I I wear a lot of, uh, I have a weird style of dressing. Wait, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I have, a, I, I don't know if you, have you noticed this, that I have like, this relates to mental health, but I definitely have like this exhibitionist like streak to me in some ways. Have you noticed that? Um, well, I, I think, you know, you balance it out with <laughs> professionalism and, but you, um, yeah. you know, like I go to work wearing these like low cut dresses, like all the way down here. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I want people to remember me as this, you know, <laughs> young, big tits, uh, <laughs> beautiful face. 
That's all I ask. I want to I be. I want to be. Your Im- I want to be immortalized like this. You know, I don't want people to remember whatever I'm going to look like in 20 years or whatever. Actually, in 20 years, I'll probably still look fine. But that's why my Twitter avatar is a drawing, so that way no one can say like, "Oh, that picture's old." Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. I was actually I, I when I was getting my hair done yesterday. I was reading through in style, and uh, the cover person was uh, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> And I can, you can, she's definitely had some work done, you know. Well, she's but been it's in like the game really, for a while. Yeah, but it's been really subtle over time. And like she's, she's had her nose done, probably her chin and her lips and stuff. But like nobody talks about it, you know, because she's done it so slowly. Well, it's like a Demi Moore. But she's like in her 50s and like she's like Benjamin Button where she's like younger than what she looked like 10, 15 years ago. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Well, you do it little by little early yeah. on. So Who that... did you say right, but right now? Did you say Demi Moore? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm just She's saying. She's had some work done. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is that, but she definitely like was doing little by little early on because we haven't really seen. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you look at a picture of Demi Moore from the 80s, mm-hmm. like when she first started working, I mean, the difference between then and now is unbelievable. It doesn't even look like the same person. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was always pretty, but like. You know, she has a totally different face, basically. Yeah. Or what was it like Renee Zellweger, where it's just like, wait a minute. What's uh, this? That, that's a bad example. What right? <laughs> like, well, she no, yeah, that's that's the example of like yeah, overnight. Too much. Yeah. Too much. Ten, ten, 20 years work in overnight. Damn. Would you ever get plastic surgery? <laughs> um, I don't. I haven't put much thought into it. I, and I don't want to say. I, I, I don't want to, but oh I'm not... Oh, my God. Men in L.A., guys. But, <laughs> but I'm not going to say never because, I don't you know, know. I, I could be in a chimpanzee attack. Yeah, I, I would I would, uh, <laughs> I would would do some things. Um, what, would you, what would you get fixed? Fixed or improved upon? <laughs> well, what would you have Okay, well, most of the women in my family end up having this thing. <laughs> this, like, what do you call this? The, the turkey neck yeah <laughs> oh my god if i if i ever end up with that i'm getting that cut the fuck off <laughs> like sucked out cut the fuck off and tightened up you know i'm not going to have that you know i refuse <laughs> so what what no you're fine right now yeah um did you watch the royal wedding <laughs> i didn't watch the royal what wedding. kind of a fucking first off it started at 4 a.m hour time yeah Nobody was awake watching that, right? Well, I was awake, but not because I was watching the royal wedding. (laughs) (laughs) But I always wonder, like, why do we like, like, if you if you watched it, cool. Like, if you're interested, cool. But like, what does the family actually do? It's not like they're making decisions about like war. I mean, they do. I I like Prince Harry and Prince William because they do a lot of humanitarian work. I think they're really good people. What is that face you're making? No, I'm just saying I'm just confused about the family as in general. Like, Oh, what they do? Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of them I think are just rich, but... <laughs> but, like, it's like, why... But Harry and William, like, they both served in the military. I mean, like, for them being like, God save the queen, and I'm just kind of like, it'd be like saying, God save the Kardashians. Like, outside of them just being a rich family, like, what... <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I just think the tradition of um, of royalty and aristocracy is just something they want to uphold there, you know. And I actually, I think that's kind of cool in a lot of ways in England. What? No. You're making this face. I actually, I'm I'm very fascinated with the royal family. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 and I like um, William and Harry, you know, what can I say? <laughs> what can I say? You know, the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. And plus, you know, Prince Harry, God bless him. Uh, <laughs> he started to go bald just like his brother. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Now, are, are these the Princess Di's kids? Yeah. Okay. Wow. You really don't know a lot about this. No. God, I've been obsessed with the royal family. Like probably since before, I mean, before Princess Diana died, I would mm. read about her in like People Magazine and all that stuff. And I remember the night she died, actually, I was, um, I've talked about this on stage. I was, uh, <laughs> let's just say that I was pleasing myself that night. And I, <laughs> and this, keep in mind, this was over 20 years ago. And Wait, I, On I'm stage still... when you were talking about Lady Di dying or, or when the night the Lady Di died? No, the actual night she died. And I remember I got out of the shower and I, and I go to the living room and my parents are like, they look all upset. Or my mom looks upset and she goes, she goes, Princess Diana died. And my dad, he snaps at me, her, and he's like, she doesn't know who that is. <laughs> but I did know who that is, of course. So, you know. Do you think it was an accident or do you think she was moited? Um, I, no, I just think it was, oh, like if there was a conspiracy because yeah. she was dating um, Dodie Alfayette or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I think I just think it was like a bad mix of events happening with the you know the paparazzi chasing her, and it it was an accident, a car accident. So it was an accident, right? You think it was a conspiracy? <laughs> you have no. What is your? To be honest, I've never thought about it until now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, no, I think it was just like a, a really unfortunate accident. I don't think it has anything to do with... Uh, I mean, people think that that she was purposely murdered because of the guy she was dating, right? Yeah, she's like uh, England's uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, you don't think he killed himself? Oh, you're one of those people. Uh, let's talk about that. <laughs> You you think Courtney killed him? Don't say that. You know I'm not invested in actually I, say it. I don't care. I'm not destroy invested. your career on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not invested in either side. Like uh, like I saw the documentary. I'm just like, well, that's interesting information. And then, hmm. but like I'm not gonna die on any hill like on either side. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, I I saw the Nirvana exhibit in Seattle. Have you been to the Museum of Pop Culture up there? Nah. How was it? Is it worth going to? I mean, it's an expensive museum. How much? Thirty five dollars. Cheapers. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense with the stuff they have in there. It's like all like you know famous movie memorabilia and shit like that. Music memorabilia. This is Matt Dillon's flannel from the movie Singles. <laughs> No, they don't have that. Matt I'd pay Dillon. $35 for that. Oh, yeah? 
Wow, he used to be good looking. Um, <laughs> how unfortunate. Um, anyway, no, they had like a bunch of. So there's a Nirvana room. Mm. There were people in there like who were. It looked like they were like fucking crying, like <laughs> in the Nirvana exhibit. I was just like, okay, it's not that serious, you know. I mean, I like Nirvana a lot. I like their music, you know. But I don't know. People are like crying about this still. Huh. Whatever. I mean, I like Kurt Cobain. I think he's very talented. But yeah, I wasn't getting teary eyed in the exhibit. Well, I mean, Kurt Cobain's death de- definitely affected me more than Lady Die. But but sure. at the same time, like, I don't know. Yeah, what's done is done. You know, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, I that's my that is my attitude towards death now. Is like it happens. You know. Uh, what was the biggest death that affected you? I had a boyfriend who died. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his first album? <laughs> <laughs> no, he never did that. Uh, yeah. No, I had a boyfriend who passed away, and yeah, I would say that that event changed my life. Well, I'd say it's probably the second most changing moment of my life. And the first is probably that relationship I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. You know, with the complainer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, both of those things like definitely like I'd say after the conclusion of both of those events, I was like, oh, I'm a woman. You know, like, because for a long time, I just felt like a girl, you know, like, I'm just a girl. And then after, like, going through death and, you know, all that stuff and abusive relationship and so much fucking pain and uh, depression and solitude, I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm an adult woman. That's how I felt. I didn't feel like I was a woman until I was probably, like, 27 or 28. I was like, oh, here I am. Well, not. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say that I'm just like like a man. <laughs> <laughs> You've never thought that? That you're like, oh, I'm a man now? Well, I mean, if someone's being condescending to me, and then I'll be like, don't talk to me that way. I'm a grown-ass man. And then, I'm, then like me actually saying that, I'm just like, well, that's weird, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it, but I think it's also just because I've conducted my life to... I've avoided a lot of responsibilities like being married, having kids, mm-hmm. like like all my like I'm to blame for like everything. So like if I don't have money, it's just like, well, I'll figure a way around it. Like no one's being like, yeah, <laughs> I have to feed my kids, you so know. You, oh, you feel like you've avoided responsibility? Not avoided, but I've dodged it. Dodged it? I'm just saying like I, I just Okay, I haven't gotten married. I haven't had kids. So I haven't had to... And do you think part of that is because of your your broken patterns with relationships? Well, I definitely haven't found the right one. Right. If whatever that is. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, well, part of this isn't your fault because in Los Angeles, people are just garbage. Okay. <laughs> I really believe that. I really believe that there's just like a fair people amount of garbage, garbage here. Are all over, but there's also no. Like some I think great statistically, people. a lot of it is congregated in this city, <laughs> and there's a reason why, right? Show business. There's show business, and then there's also technology. So we're just right now we're in a perfect storm oh. of of I, that makes it worse. Like nobody like wants to talk to anybody, and I, I don't know. I'm good at meeting men in real life, but like even then, like a lot of them can just be bad, you know, just like bad people. But I'm I've gotten so much better at like spotting it you mm. know thank god Ugh. 
sorry. I'm yawning. <laughs> this coffee, you know, I don't know. You know. What you want the chamomile? No, it's cold a, chamomile, right? No, this is. A, I'm kidding. What did you call it? Chamomile. Chamomile. Tea? Uh, uh, you said you were sleepy, so I. Oh, is that's... chamomile tea what you drink to go to sleep? Uh, yeah, or it calms you. Ugh, I don't need that. I I drink I, <laughs> I drink like maybe two or three coffees a day. Do I have a problem? Uh, I mean, that's a lot. I, I, right? I think I think there could be healthier choices, but <laughs> yeah. I think, but I, I don't think it's the worst of your problems right now. Oh, what do you think the worst of my problems is right now? Uh, however much you want to talk about, wait before we get on. <laughs> I don't really have any problems right now, I don't think, really. I mean, the computer that I spilled on, that was a pain in the ass. I spilled on my other computer. That's why I have this. My friend sold me this, but anyway. <laughs> so what do you want to get done before the year's over? Oh, before the year's over. Oh, God. <sighs> That's a good question. Um, Well, I'm going out of town to do comedy some more. Where? I'm Well, next week I'll be in Denver. And then in July, I'm going to Portland. Um, but I want to do maybe two cities I haven't been to by the end of the year. So I want to go to maybe San Francisco, I think. And then I'm thinking about like maybe going to like Austin or something like that. In Texas. Austin's fun. Yeah. So I'm um, just like, you know, doing more comedy, you know, extending my reach. Oh, here's what I want to do. I want to record like a 20 or 30 minute set to submit for feature work. What do you think? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to like, well, you, you have family or friends in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. Set it up out there. Talk to like, uh, uh, I'll tell you who to talk I to. I don't know. I don't think I have enough fans out there. I need to. I need. Here's what I want. I need to earn some fucking respect by the end of the year. I swear to God. You know, every year I say that. Like, even though I am, I know I'm more respected in comedy than I was even a year ago or two years ago. It's still not enough. Like, I need more respect. Well, I'm an open mic legend at this point. (laughs) So it's so awful. No, like some of these, some of these young kids who were starting stand up, they're like, "Oh my god, like you're so funny." I know, I know who you are. I'm like, "Bitch, <laughs> like <laughs> when am I going to start making some fucking money?" You know. But like, as soon as you start making that money, then I'm going to pull out those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my racist tweets. Your racist the- tweets. <laughs> I don't have any racist tweets. <laughs> oh, should we talk about that? The uh, sure, the racist to. tweets. So there's this guy. We're not going to say his name. Yeah. Because I don't want to give him that amount of respect. Yeah. But there is a, a comic in L.A. who recently tweeted something. And this guy doesn't like me. We have had beef in the past. He doesn't like me because I was on somebody else's podcast, I guess, talking about what he calls comedy philosophy, and he referred to me as a two-year open micer, <laughs> and that's just not the case, okay? How long ago was this? I'm a five-year open micer. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long ago was this? This was maybe six months ago or something. I don't know. There's this podcast. Okay, so shout out to Charles Disney and Isaac Simpson. They have a podcast called Not a Huge Fan, which I've been a guest on repeatedly. And no, people have written in hateful things about me saying that, like, 
I shouldn't be on the podcast that I'm annoying and like it, it's crazy but and I think this happens because Isaac one of the co-hosts of this podcast he has been on like a fucking like pro-nazi <laughs> I can't even say it. he went on like a pro-nazi podcast so I think they have a lot of weird like alt-right or like yeah. neo-nazi type fans and I think the people who write in have like a real problem with women, you know? Yeah. So they don't like that I'm a woman who like is assertive and says things. I think that disturbs them because recently they had an episode where somebody called in to complain about me for 30 minutes. <laughs> and this person was like, you know, I just don't understand. Like, like, does Heather actually because let me ask you this. Ed. Yes. OK, so in when I post stuff on Facebook, would you say that I'm really ever being sincere? You know, I, I don't I don't take it as. I think like it's, my it's, joke posts, like yeah, yeah. You, you know they're jokes, yeah, right? I mean, it's 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 in your voice, but I know that you're you're that's for humor, right? And sake. my voice, I would say. So this is the thing that they talked about. They were like, I don't really understand her comedic persona, but like my comedic persona, which I think you get this, right? Yeah. Let me ask you if this is true. Um, I have kind of like this thing where. So I, it's like a mix of like braggadocio and also like <laughs> serious, like, you know, humility, like, uh, you know, like it's like a mix of both, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm going for. That's kind of who I am. So it's an exaggeration of that persona, yeah. you know? And it goes over people's heads like they don't really get it. And that's fine. But this guy, he was so obsessed with me. He's like, yeah, I, I Googled her. I watched all of her stand-up videos, and I just don't think she's funny. <laughs> but he, I can't stop I know, thinking he, about her. I know. He follows me on Twitter now. I'm like, oh, this guy loves me. He loves me. I, I, I said, <laughs> I, <laughs> I responded in a previous episode, and I was like, you know, I think if this guy met me, he would just be, like, attracted to me. And that's <laughs> what the problem is. But anywho, this other guy who was critical of me and said I was a two-year open micer, this is what he tweeted, and we're not going to say his name. He tweeted, quote, straight white male has become this century's N-word. Take that in, folks. Uh, it's used to offend and diminish the recipient based on assumption and bias. No difference in the usage. <laughs> Do you agree with that tweet? Uh, Not at all awful isn't it yeah first off the n-word is the century's n-word yeah. <laughs> okay it continues yeah in its same usage i cannot is this guy just want attention or what the fuck is happening um let me read some of those other tweets yeah you want to hear some other tweets don't yeah. look at my <laughs> phone <laughs> Did you see that? I I I saw. Don't look at that. I didn't I didn't see any details, but okay, I, good. I thought um, it was a series. <laughs> this is a real tweet. Uh, you ever hate a bitch's guts so much that you want her to get gang raped in holes that don't exist yet? And then he put hashtag. I think it would make her a better person. <laughs> That's a real tweet from March seventh, two thousand and fourteen. Yeah. Uh, Is that good? No, it's terrible. It's bad. Uh, here's another one. Hey, Chinese girl at the pool. 
Stop laughing. No, I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of, of this person. I know. I'm not laughing at. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> no, it is ridiculous. Does he even does he even start a tweet like that? Yeah. To even start a tweet like that, it's it is ridiculous. Like, what pool was he at? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Hey, Chinese girl at the pool. Please close your legs. No one wants to see your slanty pussy. August 17th, 2012. (laughs) These are real tweets from a person. A person who has a television show. And we're not going to name the show. Okay. We will say that this person has some weight to them. So the show is related to that. (laughs) They're a large man. Uh, Fuck. Isn't that gross? Yeah. That's bad. Like, does he just want attention? What's happening here? You know, what's funny is, like, ever since that this happened, like, I periodically will go on my Twitter and, like, search, like, for, like, keywords just to see if anything comes up. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> well, you'll search who for keywords? No, I'll search my own Twitter. Oh, and your I'll put own in, like, Twitter. Keywords. That... To make sure that you haven't tweeted anything crazy? Yeah. But, but again, back to what we were talking about before, the mere fact that I'm worrying about it and checking shows that I'm not. <laughs> oh, no. I've never tweeted anything like that. Yeah. Like crazy like that. Well, I'll do a lot of like puns or whatever, so it's not even It doesn't even make sense. Like what like it, I don't know, is this untreated mental illness? Probably. I don't want to give him that much credit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or he's just he's just racist and sexist. Yeah. Is that wrong? That is wrong that he's racist and sexist. Why are you are you being defensive? Do you like this person? What's happening? Are you friends with this person? No, I wasn't being defensive. I'm I wasn't good. I was you were asking me if, if it's wrong and I wasn't sure if you were talking about if you judging it was wrong or him saying that was wrong. No, him and, saying it. Oh yeah, him saying it's wrong. Oh, it's so fucked up. I don't want to give him any more attention. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably listening because he hates me, so Oh, I love and by hate and by hating you, he loves you. I love my haters, dude. I like. I swear <laughs> to God, I <laughs> no, I do. I really do. Like anybody who's like bothered by me or disturbed by me or you know they feel the need to you know Google me or any like I love that. You know, to me, it really it like for that that podcast where somebody called in and complained about me for 30 minutes to me that says I'm doing something very right you yeah. know like to me it's like I'm actually like with my comedy and my work I am I'm like tapping a nerve yeah that you know and it's actually like stirring people and that's what I want to be doing is like you know doing something that oh, shit anyway yeah. does that make any sense yeah, I mean, like, I don't have haters or fans. I have indifferenters. Oh, really? You don't have fans? <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, you have fans. But, yeah, but my fans, they quickly become my friends, and then they're not my fans anymore, then they're just my friends, <laughs> which, oh. which I still appreciate. But <laughs> No, I need to maintain, like, some type of... Uh, Boundaries. I need, yeah, I need to have, like, some sort of invisible curtain between me and my fans, you know? Where I do get... I get emails, like, I got, like, I got an email from a guy that was like, oh, I... I low-key worship you. And I was like, oof. That's <laughs> when are, right. When, when are you going to high-key worship yeah, me? Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. But, you know, like, still, I didn't even know who it was from. But, it, like, I, th- I thought it was cool that somebody took a moment to write that to me. <laughs> you know, like, that's cool. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, that's cool. I mean, you've been working hard. 
I do work hard. Tell everybody how hard I work. <laughs> Maruli heads, you know she works hard. You've been watching all her videos, listening, subscribing on <laughs> Stitcher Premium, <laughs> Lipsy, mm. wherever you get your. Know. Well, what are what are your plans for the rest of the year? I talked about mine. <clears throat> um, I have a movie coming out um, in July called yeah. Brand New Old Love. Uh, with Arturo Castro from Broad City and Aya Cash from uh, You're the Worst. Um, okay. And I'm going to be shooting. What is it going to be on? Hmm? What platform? Is it going to be in the theater or? Oh, it's. Uh, streaming or. It's uh, it's going to be streaming or it's going to be available wherever you get digital movies, but it's it's going to be streaming. I'm not sure uh, just yet, but Cat Reinhardt directed it. Oh, what is it called again? Brand New Old Love. Brand new old love. Okay. Uh, and then I'm shooting a couple other films later on this year. Wow. You heard it here first. <laughs> shooting some films. Yeah, I don't have that. I'm not shooting any films. Yet. Well, I want to make a short. Oh, that's another thing. I want to make a short film by the end of the year. Do you think I can? Yeah. Starting it, Here's directed, only, like, both. Yeah, all of it. Like, write, direct, act. What do you think? Uh, I I think you can do it. Yeah, I already wrote it, so um, that's like half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think writing is the uh, the most difficult. Do you think writing is fucking hard? Like, if you don't think writing is hard, you suck. Like, <laughs> like I really think that. I I think it's well. Okay, I cannot speak for me. Sure. Writing is like setups. In the sense yeah. that, like, the hardest part is just doing it. But right. Once yeah, forcing I'm, yourself to do it. Then, yeah. But once I'm starting to do it, then it's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Are you writing it, anything if, right now? Yeah, I'm always writing stuff. Um, we'll elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm always just writing screenplays or sketches and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. um, But uh, I, I would say for your first thing, I, I, would, I would suggest... If you're going to act in it, also get a co-director just so you can have some outside eyes. Right. Somebody who's actually done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll also learn a lot from working with them. You know? <laughs> Yawning. <laughs> this fucking coffee. I don't know. I, it's what you It's what you ordered. I know. It's a cold brew. I should be more awake. <laughs> I'll do, do you ever fall asleep with the lights on in your apartment? Uh, all the time. Oh my god, I did that last night, and I at a bad angle too. Do you ever like? <laughs> Wait, were you? Uh, Do you know, like you know when you're like taking selfies? Is that no, what? <laughs> no? I took these before my show last night. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no. Like, do you ever like fall asleep like kind of like half sitting up in bed? Oh no, um, no, I did that last night, so I'm I'm feel kind of out of it. <laughs> And then when when I woke up, it was like six thirty or something, and uh, it was daylight out. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> My lights were still on. Well, it happens to me all the time. You like, don't do that, or well, you do? Well, it happens all the time. I'll, like I'll like take a nap and like in the afternoon, and then Uh-oh. I'll wake up like around like Uh-oh. six, so it's gray outside. Yeah. And- so I don't know if I <laughs> slept through the whole night or if I'm. <laughs> yeah, and I do want to apologize that I I I I I'm supposed to host an open mic, okay, once <laughs> once a month, which is my that is the only charitable obligation I have in stand up comedy is that I host an open mic once a month. It's like it's like duty. It's like uh, a service I'm providing. 
and I missed it this week. I, I overslept. <laughs> My alarm didn't work. Okay. Oh. I th- I think a thing we should talk about is uh, my my prize. <laughs> oh, your prize! Oh, for the the contest. Yeah, I don't have it on me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just figured this would be a. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, to. Oh no! I'm just gonna say. You can tell I <laughs> I had a contest on Facebook a few weeks ago where I wanted people to sext me, and the best sext I got would win a, a gift card to Chipotle but to a chain restaurant was a chain restaurant probably Chipotle okay and I got some I got sex <laughs> I got sex okay and people were like oh is this just a way of you trying to like get fucked and I'm like well <laughs> in some sense but also it was just like funny no I posted that because like another girl comic posted some status where she was like she's like dear male comics do not sext me <laughs> and I was like who's sexting you because this always fascinates me because I know this happens a lot like I feel like a lot of young women in comedy do get basically preyed upon by these mm. like male open micers but it never really happened to me. Like, I never really felt like <laughs> these guys were, like, preying on me or, like, trying to, like, fuck me or anything like that. And I think that has... I think I'm a very, like, intimidating person. And I'm just starting to realize that about myself. Like, who I really am to the <laughs> outside. Because in my head, I'm very, like, like you know, quiet and introverted and, you know, um, not loud. Like, yeah, I don't, but like to everybody else, I'm like super opinionated, strong, assertive, you know, like people tell me like I walk into a room, people know I'm there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, I, and I have in my head that does not make any sense to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I'm I'm I understand that you might not understand how. Right. Well, yeah. we'd on, um, you know, you probably have this, too. Like, don't you think inside your mind whatever you think about yourself isn't what everybody else sees or feels or yeah exactly i don't know what is there a word for that well i mean i think i feel very misunderstood a lot well yeah um i well i think like for us like we you know i think just people in general like we just see our flaws and we see our our stuff yeah and yeah, or like we have those inner voices in our head, like from childhood, like being mm-hmm. like, "Ugh, you're awful." Like, I mean, I, you know, my parents even, like, you know, they told me I was fat. Like, they told me I, like, my mom didn't tell me um, this, but my dad, like, would be like, "Oh, like nobody's ever gonna love you with that laugh," you know? <laughs> How <laughs> fucked up is that to say to a, a young girl? <laughs> nobody's ever gonna love you with that laugh, Dad. <laughs> what a guy! What a good guy! Um, but my point is though, is that I never, I didn't really have the same experience starting out in comedy that a lot of, a lot of young ladies, they quit comedy because Mm. they get so harangued by these guys, which is fucking disgusting and wrong. But I never had that. And I think that is part of how I've been able to like, uh, keep going so strongly and stand up for so long now. Yeah. You know, I just haven't been hindered by that. But anyway, yeah, I put up a post like inciting <laughs> some sex and Ed sent me the winning sex and it said, um, what did it say? It said, I think you're the most underrated comedian on both coasts. No, I didn't cheapen it with I think. <laughs> I oh, said, you are? Yeah. <laughs> but I actually like, see, I'm so fucking narcissistic that I believe that. I believe that I'm one of the most underrated comedians. 
I really do think that. Am I sick? <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm sick. I know. I mean, we're all look, look, look what we're doing. Like, we're all, <sighs> I know we're sick. I wouldn't say we're sick. We're just wired differently. Well, I'm wired to the point where, like, you know, I, I, I have. I'm so resilient. I could have somebody say like the most horrible fucking thing to me, like you know make me want to quit you know do all that stuff but it just makes me 10 times fucking stronger you know mm. that's why dave from kentucky you know in his 30 minute rant about me that was just like oh. fuel for the fire you know that's yeah. to me that is like oh my god this is so motivating <laughs> yeah. like it was so inspiring to me to have somebody like hate me that much yeah <laughs> you know that's how sick i am hey dave <laughs> <He's probably laughs> Yeah, well, with those people, it's 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 fun. Yeah, like I just don't have it in me to quit anything, you know. But the thing is, like people that are like that, they're insane because it's like if I see a video, I listen to a podcast, and there's someone I don't like, I just stop listening and move on to the next. No, thing. my God, thank you, if thank I... you. If there's a guest on, like, you know, any podcast, I like if Joe Rogan has on some guy who wants to talk about macrobiotic food and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, bow hunting rabbits or whatever. Like, I'm going to skip that one. You know, like, you yeah. don't need to listen to every fucking episode of a podcast. Just like the same with this podcast, I've noticed, where some people skip certain guests. <laughs> <laughs> you know, comics who I think are popular and then the numbers show that they're not. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm, I'm scared. About but you. <laughs> well, because I haven't been on yet. No, I know. This will go up later today, though. I mean, no, it'll go up um tonight. Like, overnight you know so i'll be hot on the presses monday morning for their commute to yeah here's another thing don't ask me to be on the podcast if you don't listen to the podcast and i am talking about somebody very specific Ooh, (laughs) i just love to talk shit you know i really do (laughs) you know because it scares people that's another thing it just like scares i love to like provoke people you know yeah have you noticed this about me well, I, mean, I do it on Facebook a lot, in my and in my <laughs> tweets. Have you seen my? Do you like subtweeting? Do I like subtweeting? Yeah. Um, like doing it myself. Yeah. Like let's say like if I'm or have you subtweeted? Sort of, but if I'm tweeting about something, like I will do it like three three days later. So if that person like reads it, it's like stop talking about me. I'm like that was three. <laughs> that was, three that was like three days ago. Like that, oh no, you, I'll subtweet about somebody about things that happened years ago. What? <laughs> And I'll like do it like every so often, you know, I'll like do it over and over again just to make sure that they know. Like there's a subtweet I tweeted about my ex a few months ago, not a few months, maybe like six months ago. And um, I noticed, so the tweet only got like five likes, but I, you can look at how many times it's been expanded, right? Have you seen this on Twitter where you can open up the details of a tweet Uh and it'll tell you how many times the tweet has been expanded and viewed? The tweet has been expanded and viewed over 200 times. <laughs> Five likes, 200 expansions. <laughs> There's a reason for that. It's because he knew it was about him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't know. To me. That's, and he's showing people. Just like, oh, yeah. No, me? To me, that's fucking hilarious. That that. Well, just to know that he's that obsessed and that he was even looking at my Twitter to begin with. Like that to me tells me he's fucking sick also because I can tweet whatever the fuck I want, you know, Mm -hmm. 
And the fact that if you're looking for it or seeking it out, that makes you equally as stupid, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> what? Now, now I want to see my expansions. <laughs> you never do that? Um, I always have way more expand on my subtweets. I have so many like <laughs> details because it's it's basically like somebody like screenshotting your shit. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm part of me is like uh, intrigued by it, and another part of me is just like, damn, why'd you tell me that? It's like one new thing for me to be obsessed about. Kind of like when Tumblr first came out, they had this thing called Tumblarity, and uh-huh. it was just like you got a score for like how much you were like reposting and and posting and how much interaction you got yeah well all i know is i love my haters my haters love me (laughs) so uh thank a hater today what have we learned thank a hater hug a hater hug (laughs) don't hug somebody unless you know them (laughs) that's one of my new rules but anyway i don't know okay so you have the movie coming up uh what what do you need to plug also your plug your social media oh uh at ed galvez e-d-g-a-l-v-e-z on twitter and instagram um yeah my name on facebook yep you want people to add you as a friend on facebook um Oh, I'm at 5K, so you can like my. Oh, page. you have 5K. Yeah, you know, send me a friend request, and I'll uh, I'll approve it if I I'll examine your profile, and decide whether or not you are mentally ill, <laughs> and maybe I'll accept you as a friend. And you can also email the podcast unrulypodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, there's a Twitter for the podcast at unrulypodcast, or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at fixedairheather, which is an outdated handle, but I'm keeping it, I guess. Or you type in unrulyheathermuruly on Instagram. How do, uh, have you been getting uh, people writing in? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, in the email? Yeah. No, I do get emails to my, my regular email. I have my regular email on Twitter, so people email me through that. I don't know what I'm doing. It all filters to the same inbox, guys. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So contact me. Um, yeah, and, you know, uh, DM me if you are a man. Uh, my DMs have been lit <laughs> AF recently. And maybe I'll respond. If I respond to you, that's a good sign. If I don't respond to you, give up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't mean in life. Just stop DMing me, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Are your DMs lit right now? No. I mean, no. Okay. Well, um, anything else? No. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And, you know, thank you for um, encouraging me as a young comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that final face was after. <laughs> no, I, you know, I don't, I don't regret anything. I liked your class. You're a nice guy. Good person. <laughs> Which is important these days. You know, a lot of people are bad. That's a whole other episode. So, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can also watch Amigo Undead on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, right. Okay. There we go. So, are, are we done with plugs? Oh, wait. Yeah. Hold on. No, I have one more plug. Uh, <laughs> I'm roast battling at the Comedy Store May 29th in the main event with Rena Hundred. So, oh, everybody your- watch that on Periscope. Oh, and what? or I'm gonna be at Dynasty Typewriter. Okay, we're just one on each other. Wait, <laughs> Dynasty Typewriter. Yeah. Fuck, you got booked. I how do I? I'm not alt enough to be there. What? No, uh, but it's a uh, May twenty. No, May, yeah, what? May, May 29th. What's the show? Uh, it's Haunted. What? 
It's a it's a stand up storytelling show about the occult. It's called what? Haunted. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I need to get on that. <laughs> do you have stand up or ghost stories? Yeah, I I believe in ghosts. But do you have any like supernatural interactions? Oh yeah, I have that. I could write some stand up about it if I had to. Um, anyway, this is just getting into okay. like serious <laughs> things. But anyway, um, you guys, uh, thanks and happy. Uh, have a good week. <laughs> Be productive this week. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>